You are listening to KYRS Medical Lake Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM, and this is Outspoken. Jabak is through. Here we are. Uh, Outspoken Boys on a warm it Sunday has been in the afternoon. high, high 90s all we week. We even hit 100. We have. We, we have hit 100, 100 this last week. And, and I do not like it. Nope, uh, not, one bit, not one bit. Not one bit. Because, so I don't have AC. Um, I have to make do with some fans. Um, and I love great. how it changes by the day, <laughs> whether you're trying to be positive about it or whether you could tell that you're like, Oh this my gosh. Rough. Well, yeah, no. I mean, here's the thing. We've decided to just like live through these next two or three weeks and just kind of deal with it instead of buying an AC that we'll use for three weeks. Are and we probably not use? Do we know? I haven't even paid attention. Are yeah. we expecting a long summer or do you think it's only going to be through? Oh, no. I, th- I think it'll be, I think it'll cool down by middle of August for sure. Really? I think. That I don't is know. not I'd historically how it this works. Is, this here. is my opinion here. This I was is just not fact. Say, have this you is not talked fact, to any meteorologist? Oh, okay. Well, also, they, it's their opinion, too. It's <coughs> well, trueness. True that. The they mm-hmm. look outside, I think, sometimes. Yeah. And they're, they're like, like oh, well, today's going to be sunny. Yeah. It's, like, well, it's no like clouds. three o'clock. I could have told you today was going to be sunny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Oh, but yeah. So it's it's been good. Um, we kind of talked about how how we get to sleep when it's so hot. Um, oh, it, it might involve some um, Tylenol with codeine, and <laughs> might involve some Benadryl sometimes. Something you know, to force you to sleep because you and you know what? On your own. I should just go to the store and get Zequil at this point. I should just True-ness. get some Zequil and just you know take it. But because you, like I cannot you talked about, because Zequil does this to me too. When you're in yeah. drug-induced sleep, oh, getting yeah. up in the morning is not as easy. It's rough because it still wants you to yeah. stay with it. It's like a it's very rough. codependent lover. Mm-hmm. Is <laughs> it, what it is. is, and I have both because. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, uh, but you know, it does take that hour of shower time to just wake up right i have to take cold cold, cold i was showers. gonna say the problem cold is if you use a warm shower then it i just want to sleep, sleep in yeah. the in the bathtub mm-hmm. but it's nice because it's so hot in the morning that you want to take a cold shower have it's not you that bad not thought about the, the maybe the huh. the option of getting a, a unit to put in your window you can no. get the ones that you put in i mean we, we can it's just i don't know i don't want to deal with that I really don't. Yeah. I, it's just there. Yeah. You're really okay. Well, next year, get back to me. Okay. Because, yeah. but I think this I is a thing in your twenties. I'm just yeah. gonna say because when I was in my twenties and yeah. I was with my first boyfriend and we yeah. had a little house together, right? Oh, cute. And we didn't have it. Yeah, it was cute. And uh, we didn't have in, uh, air conditioning yeah. in it yeah. as, as well. And um, we, so at night we would do things like. So you put a washcloth over a fan yes. to cool the air. Yeah. And then also put a washcloth over your face. There was cool lots face, of washcloths. Yeah. And we would get spray bottles, and I would make it rain on us just constantly because it was cooling and yeah. relaxed. And you hope you did it long enough that you could fall asleep before right. your body realized right. it's 800 degrees in your yeah. house. Yeah. But well, I remember everybody, I feel like mm-hmm. when you're in your 20s, you're like... But I'm going to make thing. this work. Here's the thing. It, it, you hit my age, and I'm, there ain't no making I it know, work. I know. I know. The problem is that I would rather spend the money on something else than an AC. That's really mm-hmm. what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. We could go out and buy an AC. Yeah. We just don't want to. Yeah. We'll make it work for a week. And at night, it cools down enough 
that you kind of get by a few, one in the morning gotcha. but i yeah i was looking at the weather app the other day and i was like oh my god it cools off at 5 a.m in the morning <laughs> two hours of sleep and i'm good that's what i'll get that's uh, i that's love me. it hey power through more hey, power so, to you um, i would not be it. <laughs> it's surviving oh. survival mode out here right because it gets hot here um as everybody who's listening at least in our area knows mm. that in spokane it gets hot it does and it we lucked out this year because it waited yeah. It waited till the last right. week of July. Typically, we're already here. I know. Well, there I was... have been years where it started in June. Oh, yeah. And it did not end until September. Yeah. So it's kind of cutting us some slack. I was so happy that <laughs> most of July was cool yeah. or raining it or kind of partially cloudy because it wasn't, you know, low 80s the whole time. That was Beautiful. perfect. It was amazing. Perfect. I did not need AC that whole time. Right. So Should it you? did. So, but I think we're going to, yeah, we're heading into August. It's yeah. uh, typically the hottest month. It is so everybody, month. take care of yourself. Lots of hydration mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and uh, mm-hmm. stay cool. So, so my car, yeah, has AC, right. but it doesn't currently work. There's oh like a gosh. tear in the line. I would fix it, except that my car also was protesting, in that I was on the highway and it blew the f- the back tire, back passenger tire. So I had to wait on the highway. And then by the time I got home, my front passenger tire was gone. So I can't fix it because I had to spend way too much money on all new tires the next morning. Mm-hmm. But I have to say, not having AC, in the and I'm driving home from work, and I'm wow. on the freeway. I have never just, I thought I was going to burst into flames. And I was cool, and I was just texting my coworkers, yeah. like, oh, because she lives out there. I did not expect her to try to come save me. Um, but she did. She showed up because she kept remembering we had just talked that week about my air conditioning not working. Right. Because I use my car a lot for right. my job. So she showed up, packed behind, parked behind me, and I just sat in her car till the guy came. But this is the best part. So you know my car is awesome, mm-hmm. and the back bumper is held together by duct tape. It is. Yeah, and so that's where the tire, that first tire went bad. So the guy that I call my insurance company, they send the roadside guy out. So I can see the look on his face as he's looking at my car going, maybe, you know, maybe just forget the cars here and just leave it. (laughs) (laughs) And I go up to him and I'm like, "Um, I tried to fix the tire with duct tape, but that didn't work. And that broke the sign, broke the, because he was trying really hard. Then he thought I was pretty funny. Good, so. good, good, good. Right, but I'm oh like, I try to fix everything with duct tape. Yeah. And, but the, <laughs> the tire refused to work. It did not but work. yeah, in the heat, there's lots going on out there. Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. We drove past you uh, because you text me about it. You're right. like, hey, I'm on the side of the highway. I was like, oh, my gosh. And I imagine like way out there in like elk or something. Um, I don't know why. Um, right, I don't want to. We've I, been there. Yeah, no, we, I don't exactly. Um, and but but there you were, and I was like, oh my god, that's Jonathan! Oh no, yeah. What oh, is my wow, luck? My the luck. Heck? But the good awful. thing is, I have brand new tires. Yeah, good. Which will last you for so long. It'll be nice. It'll yeah. be so nice. Yeah. So it yeah. So brand new tires. It's a good thing. The money was in savings. Hey. Yeah. So positive silver lining. There you go. Next goal. The AC. Yeah. Or a new car, maybe. Actually, that that next, that is I goal. would love that to be the next goal, but I have a feeling I'm more likely get to fix my AC before I can get a new car. True. Well, what, do you know what's wrong with somebody your AC? Out there, do you know what's there's wrong? There's a hole in the line. Oh. I just need to get that fixed. Just duct tape it. <laughs> right? Oh I my, know. There we what go. What the heck? This, I've solved your issue. Right? right? There you I go. haven't. I should buy stock in duct tape <laughs> right now. <laughs> you so, should. So you much. really should. Yeah. So all of you out there, please survive this heat. It's I know. We only have a few weeks left. As as meteorologist Sergey Grinkin has just. You're welcome. I, I've warning, just delivered Sergey to you. Sergey Grinkin is not a real meteorologist. 
Well, just wanted to put that. That was our amateur role. amateur meteorologist, <laughs> right? Oh, so we're already August first tomorrow. Cannot believe it. I know. Isn't that crazy? Oh. It's it's wow. Too fast. The summer has flown by. I know. I, I kind of wanted to pause my life at forty. Yeah. Well, not my life, but my age. Oh. <laughs> just, okay. just wanted to pause, and all it means is I'm turning forty-one, and I'm not ready for that. That's fine. That's probably more. <laughs> Yeah. You're you're already a master at being forty. So I am forty one. You're gonna you're gonna be great. No one needs that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, we're gonna take a song break here. We're gonna uh, listen to Panic at the Disco with their song "La Devotee." All right, you are back with KYRS Medical Lake Spokane, eighty-eight point one and ninety-two point three FM. We have a little surprise for you. Yes, outspoken. The outspoken boys are gonna. Play a game. We are Houston. What do you want to do in summer? You want to play games? Exactly. It's uh, it's like a family barbecue. You know, when you get exactly. together, you play a few games. You have a little chat. It's like some fun hot dogs. family barbecue summer games without the water or the food. Yeah. So, so lame. We're <laughs> just the game, <laughs> but part. not for you. It's going to be a lot of fun. You know what this game brings us that we don't always have? What? Fish mirror. Oh my gosh! Yeah. The Kurt is on air. He's gonna be Kurt on air. Kurt is gonna be here. He, he doesn't know what he's doing. He's having I, issues right now because he's not normally on the microphone. Yeah, he doesn't know how to put headphones on or <laughs> it's, it's you know breathe issue. into a microphone. So it's this fine. could be a great game. Okay, actually, this game was created by, by Houston. Yeah, our intern Houston Tilly. The Tilly. Uh, so you're gonna have. You're going to have to tell us what's going on and what the rules are. Yeah, he's going to explain it all to you, and then he's going to run the game, I believe. Yeah, Um, and we're going to learn a little more about Curter. Yeah. So we will have a hotline standing by so you can get a therapist. Yes. So don't you worry. We got you covered. Oh, my gosh. I know. If you learn too much about Curter, there is... There is a hotline for you. We're going to need... Hi, Kurt. Are you here, Kurt? Yeah. Can you hear me? Oh, my God. Mm, There it is. And that, <laughs> and I'm already sorry for you guys. I'm sorry <laughs> that uh, you. This is where we start you. getting the the uh, messages pouring in that say you guys are so mean to Kurt. Yeah, what the Kurt heck? loves that because no one knows what happens behind the scenes. Kurt loves the sympathy. Yeah, he really does. Um, Kurt, what, are you excited for this game? Houston's just preparing. Do you He's know much about up. this game? Did you and Houston talk a little bit? Yeah, how, what was the purpose? I have no idea what's going on. Oh. Okay. Somehow I think you have to because it's based on you. Okay. So, Houston. Um, well, it looks like Houston's mic is not working right now, so we're just going to share oh, here. that's fun. We're going to share. Par- that's part of we're the game. Here. This is how we do it. <laughs> I got to talk extra loud because Sergey uh, talks really. He's loud He naturally. talks loud, so I have to turn my levels down. Right. And then back up. He's naturally a loud man. I have a lot to say, okay? Mm-hmm. And you better hear it. Theater training, you learn to shoot for the back of That's the room. That's true. I, I, you know what? I project. You do. That's all right. Okay, so the game we're going to be doing is uh, it's called Does Kurt Like It? Does Kurt Like It? A pretty intense name. I it think. is a very intense name, and it, it also is an uncomfortable name. Like, I don't know if I, I, don't know if I want to play this game. <laughs> Ooh, it comes with very intense background music. Oh man, I like it. I like it's Ooh. gonna be. Is it an adventure game? Yes. It's however you it. want it to take. <laughs> I like it. I like that. It sounds like we're exploring like the Arctic or I, something. It's sort of like it's that. The we're only one I could find on the fly. Exploring the curve. This is Batman. <laughs> I love it. No, I love that it's back there. So 
Everybody will so get. Hopefully, it's not too loud. No, but. it's not. I think it's perfect. Okay. Uh-oh. First, so we all, Jonathan, Sergey, and myself, have to um, explain, almost talk out loud what we're thinking if Kurt likes it, and then and why we, we have to justify why. It. Yes. So this is like, so you want to be a millionaire? Yeah, kind of. Or whatever the name of that show is. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah, or Where they always there. talk through it. They always talk through their answer. You know? <laughs> like Jeopardy, they don't let you do that. Sure. Je- okay. <laughs> and then well, at the true. end... I have um, listeners who agree with me, I think. The score's going to be kept, and then at the end of... We always... <laughs> our yes or no, Kurt will explain. Okay. Yes or no. Historically... Uh, you and I, Sergey, are horrible at games where we take points. <laughs> we really, 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 really are. We usually like we have almost tie, but then at the end, you know, one of us kind of takes the cake or something. Right? It's weird. It's, okay. I don't know. But, We're okay. Bad so at the it. name of the game one more time for our listeners. Does Kurt like it? Does Kurt like it? Okay. How are we buzzing in? Just the buzz. You don't have to buzz in, Jonathan. We just, I mean, we all have to explain. Oh, we all say it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And Let's then go. do I just say yes or no? Wait we'll till we're your done, reasoning, but and wait then tell us the truth. And yeah, yeah. who's the closest? You don't want to hear the truth. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> okay, okay, moving forward. <laughs> First one: Does Kurt like picnics? <gasps> I, I, I. Do you start? Do you talk? Do you who's say starting? no? You don't talk about it. Oh, I totally got okay. this. You go. Okay. Well, um, Kurt does not like picnics because, um, Kurt hates everything fun, uh, as well as. He is really picky, as well as he doesn't have time for picnics. Wow. Okay. I think I'm going to go with you're wrong. Okay. I'm going to say, Kurt, you have to listen to everybody. Kurt, I'm going to say Kurt likes picnics because Kurt likes the outdoors. Okay. He likes to go camping, right. so he likes to be in the woods. In order to eat, you have to have food out there because I don't see Kurt like rummaging for berries or things like that. Right. Uh, or, you know, trying to find little critters to cook. So I think he does like picnics. Oh, okay. Okay. And based on those reasonings. Now, then there's Houston. Houston, Houston what, your, what do you think? What do you think? Does he like picnics? Um, since I don't know Kurt as well as everyone else. You're welcome. It's better that way. <laughs> <laughs> I think... Yes, because he seems like he likes the outdoors enough <laughs> that you would enjoy a nice picnic. But right. here is where I'm going to talk myself out of it. Oh, oh, okay. It's because is that part of the game I'm in. Let's you, do it. You don't like bugs and creepy crawlies, and ants are prone they to attacking picnics. Mm-hmm. And yes, you had your your bite. So on um, your face. That's where I think is... Okay, so wait, but now I don't know what your answer is. My final answer is no. He doesn't. I say no. We have Sergey and Houston say, nope, Kurt doesn't like picnics. I say, yes, Kurt likes picnics. Kurt, what say you? I like picnics, but I have not been on a picnic for years because I don't have time. But I do hate bugs. You called. Especially when they bite me. I told you. Yeah. And I have marks for two months. And all I have to say is everybody had some truth in there, in yeah. their statement, but Jonathan got the final answer. Okay. Okay. So, just so whoever's keeping so score, yes. that's a me. So it's okay. a yes. Yeah. Yes. That's yes. Oh, my Good God. thinking through, though. I kind of like that part of it. Everybody yeah. had their justification. Well, and also, Kurt does not have enough time for anything. Th- we that all know. was, yeah, you called that. Yeah. That is so true. True, true, true. Okay. 
Next right. question. Next cue. Now that I got my mic working. Yeah, I we know. got it. We fixed it. Look I'm at us. I'm on the fly. Rather impressed. Oh, Next one. You know. Does Kurt like the TV show Friends? <laughs> I love it. Jonathan, you can start this one off. Okay. Kurt doesn't like people. Yeah. <laughs> and Friends is all about people. Now, he likes having friends, but I think he sees that there's too many friends on that show. Okay. Just, that group is way too big. It gets confusing, and he probably finds them annoying. Okay. So I say no, he doesn't no. like friends. I'm going to say yes because Kurt A doesn't have friends. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but he sits around, dreams about the perfect times with Monica and Ross. And He's also, secretly, Kurt is a Dorama queen, so he loves he all their. Loves it. We were just friends. We were on a break. We were he on loves a break. that. He loves the on a break. Okay. Houston, what do you think? Well, so I don't know much about the show, friends. <gasps> oh, what? I haven't seen very many it's episodes. I know. It's oh, crazy. Special. Okay. Um,. But the only reason I say yes is because I think Kurt likes it when they're playing around in the fountain at the very end. Oh, <laughs> right. That's the only reason. That is fun. He and is silly. So mine is yes. Okay. Yes. All right. I'm interested, Kurter. Oh, Kurter, do you? Yes is the correct answer. Wow. Only because I had a crush on Ross. <gasps> you did? No one had a crush on Ross. I know. Are you serious? I liked him. Wow, David Schwimmer, let's call him up and be like, David Schwimmer, yeah. someone had a crush on you. Yeah, I know. Well, Kurt, I can see it. Like he's He has that kind of geeky he's thing, and you like the geeky. Yeah. You like Nerdy. the geeky. Yeah. Yeah. All right. See, I, I thought if anyone, it was Joey. If any of the guys, it was Joey. Liking, I like But I like Chandler oh. just because he's so funny. See, that was where I, I was, was really attracted Joey, to Chandler yeah. because right. Chandler was so goofy and fun. But I would, so I would be really yeah. close friends with Chandler yeah. and then sleep with Joey. Yeah, exactly. But then also <laughs> hang out with Rachel all the time oh, because she's my Phoebe. favorite. I love Rachel, Phoebe. but I would Phoebe. hang out with Phoebe 24 7. Because that yeah, girl, true. no, I'm sorry. Oh my God. She's I kind of like that you like. <laughs> Friends, yeah, Kurt. I would have not anticipated I know. this. It's funny, but I, I just loved Ross, yeah. and well, I do find that funny. Yeah, I think that's funny. <laughs> what's, you what's, are one what's of five percent of Americans. S- who stinky had a cat, smelly yeah. cat, smelly, smelly cat. cat. There smelly you go, cats. smelly cat. My dad sings it all the time. Oh, really? Smelly <laughs> cat, that's awesome. Smelly cat. What are they feeding you? That's true. It's great. Smelly cat, <laughs> smelly cat. It's not your fault. Thank Love you. It. You're Thank welcome. You for so, who actually gets the point on that? Yes. Uh, I didn't say yes. Uh, Houston and I, I yep. think, yeah. get yep. the point. But Houston was kind of closer. Well, but I think we both get the point. Scene, it's you like the, the final answer. Scene. Oh, my gosh. Because you <laughs> wanted so a what t shirt contest? Okay, got Right. It. He yeah. was hoping right. David Schwimmer would just be covered. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was his dream. All right. All right. <laughs> Next one Does Kurt like magic tricks? Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's hard. Houston, take this first one, I think. Yeah, you go. You go. I think they freak him out because you can't figure Ooh. out how they do it. <laughs> they freak him out. How do they do it? Oh, my God. But at the same point, I think you really like them. <laughs> yeah, you so have to pick. You can't say I yes love or no. that Houston always answers with both. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he just has his basic <laughs> card. Yes and no. He gets yeah. a point for every question. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I say yes. You enjoy magic tricks. Okay. I, I think... That Kurt does because he has a very analytical mind sometimes, and he likes to look at the things and try and figure them out. And also, he's impressed and very interested with cool stuff. I with cool stuff. Cool stuff. <laughs> wow, that's very arbitrary. True. <laughs> I'd say the thing about this is it's hard to find the justifications on this one. Yeah. But I say yes as well because, Ooh. as you and I well know, there is a very childlike side of Kurt oh, that yeah. he likes the things well, and he also loves fantasy. 
Because every time he's listening True. to a book on CD, which he listens to 24-7 in his car. Yeah, oh, I didn't know that. He, he loves fantasy novels. So I think he likes About that magical. He stuff, likes yeah. this thing. So I'm going to say, yes, he yes he also likes magic tricks. Okay. You're all right. Oh, yeah. look at that. He loves them. You're he all right. Look, them. he gave us a compliment. You're, all, you're all right. You're all right. It doesn't happen much, <laughs> but you're all right. Aww. See, well, it's hard to go and find magic shows. Yeah. We're not in Vegas, so yeah, basically. Yeah. You can go to Silverwood. They have them there. They yes. Yeah. Actually, I like Silverwood. It's true. So there you Silverwood go. Silverwood true fact. Yeah, <laughs> that's a true fact. All right. Oh, yeah, and I, a listener says they love your comment about he has a very analytical mind sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, you can't you can't let him get a big head. You know? Right. All right. All right. Does Kurt like car salesmen? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> He's had enough experiences with them I, lately. Yeah. You know, I'm going to say... Let me buy my 80th car. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. I'm going to say no, because they're a bit pushy. And Kurt likes to be a man of his own decisions. So he, he likes Ooh. to decide it on his okay. own. And also, Listen to you here's the thing. We just manager. talked about way before how Kurt is looking to buy a home, and he doesn't even have a buyer's agent. I no. mean, listen, he wants to do it on his own, listen, so he doesn't like the car a, salesman. A brief note to everybody listening. If you're a buyer, you're not paying the fee, so that's, you know, <laughs> you don't pay for it, so maybe get a buyer's agent. Just get a buyer's agent. I'm just saying. Agent. That's a Jonathan fact. You, yeah, that's a Jonathan fact. Jonathan that fact. is. Yeah. This, right. this game brought to you by Jonathan, Jonathan fact. has facts as well. Okay, so Houston, you go. I think I'm sorry if you're a car salesman out there. No, he nobody, doesn't like them. Nobody uh, likes them. Oh, I don't like. Yeah, but really. Yeah. <laughs> are there a lot, like yeah, I have really. friends who are car salesmen, and yeah. I don't think they even like themselves. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I can't even. I can't even try and talk myself out of this one. It's a no. <laughs> it's, it's a no. no. Yeah. I'm gonna no, go no. with a no as well, if only for the fact that recently in the last year you have had to deal with SARS kill. Sark Hellsman. Car Hellsman a few Sorry. times, and I think you're probably tired of them. And they can be a little in your face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think Kurt likes, once he has his mind made up, it's his. It's his, Just yeah. what he's going to do. So, drum roll. It's just a no. <gasps> you can't do that. Don't pull a <laughs> I'm Houston. I'm pulling a Houston. Wait, give us both, and we'll okay. tell you what you really think. <laughs> if they don't annoy me, I will let them talk to me and put their sell give me their sales pitch okay however if they're good eye candy then they've got my attention <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say that i was gonna say that's yes because point. if they're attractive that that's the only point. time it would uh, be yes we looked at a uh it's not hopefully my husband's not listening to this but we hmm. went to an r he doesn't uh, listen to our r and r rv to check on trailer hitches for a new fifth wheel and i wanted to take a look like at a trailer outdoors. in the back part of their new lot uh, sure in the do. old Fred Myers. Oh, okay. And it was all fenced in. You have to have a a, a, a salesperson to go with you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So he went with and you. And I huh? definitely <laughs> followed the salesperson. Oh, <laughs> like, okay. Wherever you go, whatever you're selling, I'll be buying. So I think we go off of his last experience, which was a yes, a yes then. Uh, so we all lost. Yeah, we all I bu- lost. I purchased the vehicle from every place except RV, so I guess yes. Uh-huh. Well, see, here's the thing. I think a car salesman is a necessary evil. And if yeah. you want to buy a car, basically you're you going to purchase one, yeah. it. You know, I mean, you can try the, you know, one ads or car ads, but you're going to end up doing it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're probably going to have to do it. And hey, 
to all call car salesmen out there, I can't say it. See, I'm so you hate them so against much against them. You dislike them. There are them. some great guys out there, but just the nature of your industry is a little high pressure. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. It is. Yeah. I mean, you just know. give me the facts. I will decide. But I enjoy negotiating with them because I am willing. I, I always go with the be willing to. I had to negotiate my mom's car, and I'm like, you have yeah. to be willing to walk away. My mom's oh, yeah. in tears in the back seat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, mom, no, you don't buy it today. Yeah. You w- and they gave us like, everything we wanted. They chased us out into the. Yep. They lot. will. They yeah. will. You have I'm to like, know the yeah. real value. Yeah. Be willing to to leave without a car that day. Also, go on a test drive. They're fun. They're fun. They're fun. That's it. You know, if you end up in Seattle, it's fine. I know. I, I test mean, drive all the time. Even if I'm not looking for a car, I'm like, oh, <laughs> time to test drive. Let's see what this is like, right? Yeah. I wonder what that's like. Oh, I have Sergey a new car. gets out of hand, and he's just <laughs> test driving people's cars, their yeah. actual cars. <laughs> yes. They're like, wait, but this isn't it. Oh, no. so I'm just going to take it over here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm it's just like, test driving it. it. They always <laughs> seem to be Honda Civics. I don't understand. Right. Love it. That's okay. Awesome. This, okay. First of all, pause. Brief message. Uh, Houston, good idea. This is fun. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Good idea. Again, you're listening to work. Outspoken, yeah. and we're playing games. <laughs> Coming how to up get with to words, know huh? our producer even better. That's what we're doing. All right. Next one. Yes. Does Kurt like mayonnaise? <gasps> That's rough. Um, that is tough. That is such a polarizing subject, I'll tell you. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, as someone who's worked in sandwich places before, yeah, you I tell you. Um, no, people either really are like, you can't have a dry sandwich. Who are you? Or they're like, mayonnaise is the devil's there condiment. There are other options. There are people that say that. I think Kurt is a, you can't have a dry sandwich because he likes a sandwich that's wet. Um, so I'm going to say he likes mayonnaise. But okay. only on sandwiches or in stuff, not on its own. <laughs> not like spoon Ooh, and yeah, mayonnaise. Yeah, it out of it. It's <laughs> not Miracle Whip. <laughs> it ain't no Miracle Whip. <laughs> okay, Houston. Um, see, Sergey, you kind of touched on something there too. Is I feel like if you enjoy sandwiches, a mayonnaise, a mayonnaise, mayonnaise <laughs> is a necessary evil yeah. that you have to give into. Yeah. But I feel like Kurt likes his sandwiches kind of weird. Oh, that's <laughs> okay. a good point. Though. True. He likes to put like um like a, um, a Dijon instead of a mayonnaise. Yeah. Okay. I Dijon's great. It. Yeah. Okay. That's, I like it. Um. So, That's mayonnaise or ranch. It, could, on there. it just it's a weird. It's a weird texture. It's not right. It's something that shouldn't be made. <laughs> it's not right. Mayonnaise right. Eggs and oil and other things. Yes. And, yeah. And Kurt likes mayonnaise. <laughs> okay. He does. I'm okay. gonna go with. I think he's indifferent to mayonnaise. Okay. I think Kurt knows it's on a sandwich, and he does, you know, doesn't want a dry sandwich, but he doesn't really care if it's mayonnaise. I mean, yeah. it's just there. It's just yeah. the condiment. So I think he has no real passionate feelings either of loving oh, or okay. hating mayonnaise. It's just part of what you put on a sandwich. Okay, so you're saying that he doesn't. That, he, okay, that yes, but it's not because I love mayonnaise. I don't think he would like be that passionate. But I think it'd be like, well, it goes on a sandwich. It always has. So yeah. Okay. There's, so so yeah, a, kind of. Okay. Yeah, I don't think All his right. palate. Is, you know, like, oh, I must have Grey Poupon. You know <laughs> what I mean? Oh, I love Grey Poupon. Grey Poupon. <laughs> this commercial Jonathan is real Jonathan is selling. actually yeah. correct. 100%. Jonathan, Jonathan is 100% okay, correct. Okay, he'll get what? the point. He'll get the point. What? He'll get the point. Go for it. I want to hear why I'm so great. Well, mayonnaise <laughs> is mayonnaise. I don't care if it's on it or off of the sandwich. Mm. But I do 
make sure it has something with a twang, like a barbecue oh, you like sauce a or a, a twang, hot sauce. A little, a little bite. Right. Yeah, if it twang. has barbecue and a, or a hot sauce <laughs> on it, I'll eat whatever's on the sandwich. So you're saying you're crazy because your sandwich talks to you and right. it has a country twang. <laughs> I got it. Yes. I got it. What would you like on your sandwich, sir? A twang. <laughs> okay, we'll put that right on. Could you get your cowboy hat on and yeah. play a country song? <laughs> Maybe some boots. We're good. But yeah, right? It's oh, just that's there. Awesome. That's how I feel about mayonnaise. That's why you should get Chipotle mayonnaise. It's really good. It Actually, has a twang. it has a little, yeah. Has a it little has twang. the twang. It has a twang. That's all that I eat. A little Shania twang mayonnaise. Shania twang. There, that's a okay, thing. We are, First of all, we are like, I love that we're dissecting Kurt psychologically for every Everybody. answer. Pretty good. I, we know more about him than I thought we did. I know. I True. Know. Hmm. Huh. All right. Okay. You had to sit in a yeah. car with me for up to eight hours. Lot. At a time. At yes. a time. We're all tied right now with three. Oh, oh. we're awesome. What? That's because we, we know Kurt that well. That's true. Next one. Me? Does Kurt like Lady Gaga? Oh. oh. No, he does oh, not. He does hard. not because he doesn't even listen to music. He has true. six songs on his <laughs> on his like CD play or like a disc or cassette tape. I don't know what he listens to. And all six <laughs> songs are spoken word. And Well, yeah. <laughs> and then there's apparently Timber because I know he likes Timber. Oh, by Kesha and Pitbull. Right? <laughs> yep. So there you go. That's funny. Wait, I didn't even think about that. Okay, Houston. I think he likes her music, but I think he hates how she has to dress up all in these crazy costumes and oh. call her fans little monsters. Right. I think it gets under your skin. I, I go with he doesn't <laughs> like her either, mostly because anything that Sergey and I love, <laughs> Kurt typically doesn't. Yeah. And true. I love her a lot and I think he thinks she's weird like I think he has two minds of it like personally I don't think he likes her and her music but professionally he would still like do anything he could to get the interview right true because he, he knows, respects her as he a respects celebrity that she's that important as an yeah. artist but he's like eh, she's kind of on okay I'm gonna go back to my book on tape so, so what are yeah. you saying what is I it? say no no okay I do like Lady Gaga. <gasps> you do? Oh. Wait, have you ever listened to her music? Or yeah, name yes, one song. I've listened to a lot of them. I, d I don't know their names. Oh, I I'll say one a lot, lot of them. <laughs> but she reminds me a lot of Madonna, and I like well, Madonna. Well, yeah, true. I do like Madonna. She, she does have Madonna in her But it's not the same. It's, 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 you know, she has, has her own take on it, which uh -huh. isn't totally the same. Interesting. Now, oh. when she wear, wore her meat outfit, she sold me for good. You know? Th that was it. You're yeah. like, I am a carnivore, and yes. that makes me Women happy. Women who wear meat. Wow. <laughs> oh, look at her dissecting okay. music like a good guy. Right. Next time we go on a road trip, we're playing like, we're going to make Gaga. him prove it. We're going to yeah. play Lady He better Gaga. sing. He's yeah, going right. to be like, <laughs> poker face. He's a little mm -hmm. monster. We yeah. need that alone to make Gaga yeah. come on our show. She yeah. should be so shocked that he's a little monster. Yeah, exactly. Right? Oh, love interesting. It. Okay. All right. Okay, so none of us got that one. We were wrong. Does Kurt like cheese? Yes, 100% yes, 100% yes. He loves cheese. Oh. He gets it every single morning before the show. He goes, yes. gets his little cheese sampler, eats it up, and he loves blue cheese. See, listen to you. Yeah. I love okay. Houston. Uh, I was going to say yes because you enjoy painting. And when you paint, <laughs> it goes with wine. And what goes with wine? Oh, my cheese. God. I, I, that is brilliant. I just, can we just rewind back to that? I think you enjoy driving because you wear T-shirts <laughs> and you have to wear a T-shirt when you drive. 
I love that that Thank had a you. whole Thank chain you, of logic <laughs> that just one thing led to the other. It was oh it was suspenseful God. and then delivered. I'm taking the listeners and you all through my mind. I like, love it. That I is love scary it. but fun. I it is like it. a ride at Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So I, again, I will go. I'm more on... That makes sense, but I'm with Sergey because it's true. You, he will actually come in as he does because I'm way here. I'm her, here way early every week, and he will say, "Is is it? What time is it? Is it time?" Because he always waits till ten o'clock because that's when the market opens across the street, and that's where his cheese sampler yeah. is, and he waits for it. Yeah, like he watches oh, his he right his in. clock, and he's yeah. ready. So yeah, we all know, Kurt. Yes, I love cheese. Good uh, cheese. Stinky cheese. blue cheese is really good. Yeah. See, Sergey went the extra mile and knew exactly what kind I know of cheese, the kind you of cheese he likes. You don't get any extra. He likes that no. gorgonzola. <laughs> exactly, no. mm-hmm. well, I've wanted to be it. a cheesemonger for a long time. Oh, you yeah. should. I'll go you work out the cheese. You could be a little monster cheesemonger. Yeah. yeah. Oh. That would be awesome. Should Lady Gaga Lady Gaga into wearing cheese? <laughs> should do it. Don't even put that Her, back there. You should go it. visit up um, by your house, Chatteroy Cellars or whatever they're called. And God, have you awesome. been to Leavenworth's <gasps> Cheesemonger? I've never been to Leavenworth. Oh. Okay, first of all, bad. we got to yeah. fix it. Second of all, the so Cheesemonger good. in Leavenworth. Has the most so amount good. of cheese and it's yeah, so delicious. And it's You'd, love it. You'd love it. Everything you can imagine. All right, moving on. Great. Okay. Does Kurt like raisinets? Jonathan, start this one off. Oh, this is a hard one. I'm going to say, you know what? I think he likes them on occasion because he rarely gets to go to the movies, but Kurt actually loves movies. Um, and sometimes he will just go to go to the movies. But I think he only, I think he likes Raisinets now and then. I don't think he goes out of his way to buy them, uh, but he enjoys them when he has them. But he could take or leave it. So, yes. Yes. Okay. okay. Well, you that have was, to talk it out like I, I know, I know, I know, I know. I was just, yeah, I it was so confused. Hey, I was like, he likes it, but he won't eat him, but he does, but he might not get him. Thank em. you, Houston was teaching me how to do this. That's <laughs> that's the Houston way. Houston. <laughs> uh, so Raisinets are definitely a movie food. Yeah. Oh, um, food. A movie food. A movie food. food. Uh, snack. Snack. Whatever, however you want to Candy. Take. Right. Ish. But raisins. Raisins are weird looking. Raisins are like older people skin. <laughs> oh my god! But it reminds him uh, too much of his future. Raisinets are is a raisinette. That's <laughs> what <laughs> so you're saying. Raisinets are encased in chocolate. Ooh. So See. it's like an old person wearing a big coat. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so it can be very forgiving because you don't see what's under. Oh exactly. Oh, so I'm following yes, you. You like raisinets. I will. I, I see. <laughs> I'm going to take the other side of it and just say no. No, no. Kurt does not like raisinets. Why? Um, because raisins are just one step away from being wine, and why not go the whole way? Why oh, not? Why not? It is go an the whole underachiever. Way? Exactly. Raisin. I mean, grapes are just baby winemakers. They did nothing. With they their did lives. nothing with their lives. They're just nothing. once they grow up, they go into wine. But these raisins are like homeless grapes. Homeless oh. grapes. <laughs> oh. They didn't get to go Makes and be wine. Sad. So Kurt doesn't. They didn't get to go to be wine. He don't. No. They didn't get to be wine. So Kurt just oh doesn't really like them that much, and he doesn't really care for them. And they're he he would rather eat peanut M and M's. I I love this. Okay, Kurt. I do not like raisins. Ooh. I love grapes, but the funny thing is, I like plums and I love prunes. So I mean, there's okay. so much information prunes are in big that sentence. <laughs> shriveled up raisins. Okay, right? so is that well, a no don't. to the raisinets? Because no that was for actually the okay. Oh, oh, I told you, they're <laughs> but you like grapes. prunes, and that's because you need them at your age. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, there's a whole lot of uh, talking about Kurt Sage here. I, I love it. I love it. It's so funny. Uh, Prunes and dates. The dates are the I love yeah. dates, too. Yeah, yeah, I do, too. Actually, Every too. Wednesday night, I I go on a date. I just don't like raisins. I don't know. <laughs> they <laughs> just don't taste right. <laughs> so sad. So sad. Yeah, raisins are kind of... I don't like craisins. Craisins, I'm like, ugh. Stupid. Why yeah. do cranberries exist? They're too sweet. I have no, been I to like the craisins, cranberry bog. Yeah, those are oh, good. I don't like them. Wisconsin has a lot of cranberry bogs, and I've been there. Oh. And I, and I just, uh, they have yeah. everything you could ever, any cranberry product you could ever you think th- of. It doesn't need to be a thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're okay. sour. Um, Does Kurt like snails? <laughs> Wait, to eat or just as a <gasps> critter? Ooh, snails. To eat. Yum. Just snails. Okay. Just snails. snails. Um, I think Kurt... Okay, to eat, I think Kurt would try to eat a snail. He would have some, um, no. uh, what is it called? Escalier? Yeah. Escargot. Escargot. Oh, escalier sorry. must be in a different different <laughs> Maybe. country. No, escalier <laughs> means to climb in French. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I meant to say escargot. Uh, <laughs> Snails climb. But, You're correct. But yeah. he likes the little critters because they're just so slow moving, and he's like, I wish I could be you. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Trueness. And he wants a shell to hide it. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, the only reason I like snails is because they have a cool shell. Mm-hmm. Cool shell. Kurt likes cool things. <laughs> snails, yes. Stretchy snails, as yes. much as possible. I'm going to go yes with snails because I feel like you relate to them. I'm going to go <laughs> off of Sergey's. You're like, I think you're kind of odd and cool and artistic with your choice of shell. And I, oh. I, I relate to you. On a snail level. And what goes well with and artist, wine, and cheese. cheese. So he cheese. also likes cheese. And you really <laughs> like campers, and they are like a shell that you hide in. So oh. we're going to go Oh, Ooh, that's another level. Right. Yeah. Take it there. Okay. Okay, Kurt. You are all crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like snails? No. What? Really? What? They're cute. Just as, yeah, we're all, we're all like so shocked. <laughs> what? Oh my yeah, you, you're the biggest snail fan well, I know. <laughs> no. Oh. You don't like snails. No. Oh, I don't, I they don't like this gooey trail they behind do. them. And you, you know, know, do you walk on it or not? If I was a <laughs> monk, I would I thought you confused. could relate to that, but okay. You couldn't tell if it was a crack or not, not to step on it. I'm grossed out right oh. now. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. like, I'm not sure about uh, that. Well, okay. Well, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you like them. You're wrong. You are completely wrong. Okay. Does Kurt like... Sitting in a hot tub with strangers. <laughs> I, hmm, I, well, with the stranger part that is, is really what it, yeah. puts it. Yeah, that's. Because hot tubs, yeah. Strangers, I don't think so. Right? I don't think he does. <gasps> I, I'm going to say no. Right? With, with oh, a question yes. mark at the end. I have no thinkings. question mark. Yeah. I have Be- thinkings on this. You have thinkings? Talk. I do. So this Go is ahead. what I'm thinking. I think. First of all, I agree with you. Yes to hot tubs. Second of all, no to strangers. But Kurt is changing. So oh, first of all, true. Kurt is shy. If yeah. you don't know, Kurt tends to be a little shyer. He's not always bold going up to strangers. So I think, I don't know where it stands anymore, but in the past I would say no. I think he would be more open now. That's what I would say. Because mm. huh. he started being more bolder. More bold. I'm going back to the car salesman thing. <laughs> <laughs> Not okay. with used car salesmen, but with anybody else. Because <laughs> if he there's them, what do you do for attractive people in that hot tub, <gasps> you'll Good enjoy being point. in that hot tub. Oh, Good that's point. true. Hot strangers equals hot Kurt. Okay, right. wait, hold on, wait. <laughs> Let's <laughs> not say that. It's not where my logic was going. But it's, I mean, yeah. 
I'm interested in this answer. So, Kurt? I th- yeah, mine is a yes. Even Kurt doesn't know. <laughs> He's like, uh, listen. Well, Houston got me thinking. But technically, I do like hot tubs, but mm-hmm. I like being in, in them alone because it's my private time. Because oh. our landlord's go got a hot tub, but I don't even like Michael to be in the hot tub with me. I like to go out there and just lay in the hot huh. tub Love it. for a half hour, hour, just floating and just let my brain you go. go on a romantic weekend, you yeah. tell your husband no. <laughs> yeah. No to the but hot when tub. You have, Sorry. When you have people in there, you have to interact and talk, yeah. and then you're, you Man, might as well just be sitting around a table or something <laughs> drinking it. a beer and just... No, hot tub it. is private. Uh, it's a big bathtub <laughs> that you go in and relax and forget oh. stuff. Huh. Okay. okay. I get but it. But Houston got me thinking. So Houston If they're hot, <laughs> Houston got him thinking. Oh, Whichever one is hotter, the hot tub or the person in the hot tub. <laughs> right. I, I have to go by that. If the hot you, person you is you above 100 degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Yum. I'm taking away that this is a no. Yes. Yeah. It's a no. no. Yeah. Currently a no is what oh. we're getting. Could change. Yeah. That's how that goes. So, yeah. Jonathan, was yours a no? My, yeah, I said no. Yeah. Okay. So let's tally some some let's, scores. Let's tally some Those scores and see what's getting happening. Getting to know Kurt. Um, I know. I think I think this might be our last. Yeah. I have four. You have four. Jonathan has five. <gasps> oh. No, you don't. Oh. Sergey <gasps> has six and a half. Are you? Woo, a half. The half half. Because you got blue cheese. <laughs> You oh, you gave cheese. him extra oh, credit. Well, he wouldn't right. be even without extra that's credit. True, that's true. That's true. That's true. Uh, no nice. That was actually fun. Do not even I tell me. I was afraid me. to go down do Kurt not, brain. I know. Do not even tell me that I do not like Kurt because I know him so well. That is weird. That's true. I know. Hey, uh, way to go. Fun. And we had adventure in the background. I know. Yeah. You know. <laughs> we were climbing Mount I Everest know. the whole time. You didn't <laughs> even know it. You didn't even know it. Oh, awesome. Oh my gosh. Okay, right. well, you know what's coming up. So we'll probably take a break. You'll tell us yeah. where we're going. But we're, when we come back in the second hour, it's all about politics. It we're having a little political party. Politics. We're going to talk about the DNC just had their recent yeah. um, national convention, and RNC had it the, the week before. Yeah, we'll talk about we're both. We'll talk to somebody who was there yes. at the Democratic National uh-huh. Convention in Philadelphia what a watching treat. the whole thing happen live. So we'll that talk to him. It'll be great. Okay, this is going to be a song by The Main. Like we did. You are back with KYRS Medical Lake Spokane 88.1 and 92.3 FM. This is Outspoken, and we just had a little bit of a get-to-know, Kurt, and uh, kind of a little fun game for your summer. It was, because every once in a while we like to play a little game. Yeah, just, you know. Um, especially when the heat is here. Yeah. And, yeah, so we played a little game. We also want to remind everybody that Outspoken receives support from Nine Bar and Bistro, featuring a full bar, food menu, and trivia on Thursday nights. Located at 232 West Sprague Avenue, more information is available at 509-747-1621. Outspoken receives support from the Unitarian Universalist Church of Spokane, serving the community with a non-dogmatic religious environment, welcoming all people regardless of race, sexual orientation, gender identity, or physical ability. Information at online at uuspokane.org or 509-325-6383. Outspoken is funded in part by the Pride Foundation. For more information, visit pridefoundation.org. Outspoken receives support from the Northwest Fair Housing Alliance, a local nonprofit that provides education, counseling, and advocacy to help eliminate housing discrimination and ensure equal housing opportunity. Information online at nwfairhouse.org or 1-800-200-FAIR. Yay, so fun-filled first hour. 
But now, of course, the boys, we can't go much long without uh, without some politics. So we are going to have a very in-depth section today uh, about the DNC, the RNC. And like you said, we are going to be talking to someone who was there in person, Amano, it uh, at the DNC in Philadelphia. Yeah, so he was there to watch the speeches and to be part of it because he is our chair of our Democratic... Uh, oh, I always get his title the wrong. Committee. I'm going to ask him. Yeah, yeah, the Democratic Committee in Spokane. He is the chair of that. His name is Jim Castroling. So he's going to be with us in just a few minutes because, let's face it, we it's an politics are important because they affect our lives every day. Yes. Um, and so we have a lot to talk about. So at this, at the Democratic National Convention, we had... Um, speakers from, of course, Bill Clinton, who was interesting to hear again live. Mm-hmm. He was always a great orator. Um, Chelsea did a speech. Yes. Bernie did a speech. Bernie did Trying speech. to convince yeah. his supporters that the revolution is still there, but we do need to support Hillary, Hillary Clinton. Yeah, absolutely. As we move forward, um, Tim Kaine, you know, her running mate, everybody was Michelle speaking. Obama, Barack Obama. Yeah, I mean, so, oh my goodness. I mean, and yes, the Republican National Convention was the week before. Lots of speakers there as yeah. well. All the family always does speak. All the family of, of Trump also spoke, uh, his wife, his yeah. children. Um, so, you know, everybody has their, their chance. There were a lot of differences, I would say, and some similarities between the two conventions. Yeah. Um, some of the chaos... Mm-hmm. Was it both? I, I would say RNC was a little more chaotic. A, a lot more, yeah. But there was some some division in on the floor in the DNC, and I'm interested Absolutely. in asking yeah. um, Jim mm-hmm. about that because, there, of course, there were some Bernie supporters yeah. who would chant, you mm-hmm. know, Bernie, um, and they would be covered Bernie up by bust, those yeah. who would chant USA, yeah. uh, which is typically more traditionally done at the uh, Republican National Convention, but they... Definitely made it their way of kind of covering up the the mm-hmm. the chaos between the two groups. But I'm interested in talking to him about what it was like when you're there. Did he yeah, notice the division? Right, right. In the end, um, you know, I would say the Re- Republican National Convention dealt a lot. Every day has a theme. I think they dealt a lot with fear, uh, which kind of, with kind of scaring people into mm-hmm. why they believe they're the ones who can save the world. Yeah. And I and then there was the Democratic National Convention. He's trying to talk about what they tried to. Th- to theme it more about what's coming in the future Absolutely, and how yeah, we can, yeah. even though you will notice that there was one big thing that only one speaker mentioned, only Bernie mentioned climate change. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't there. A lot of people like, why didn't we talk about it? I think there's a right, lot of right. issues right now that, that it didn't come up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not, you know, I don't know. Well, I, and I think that, uh, because it's not you know, back in 2008 and it still is such a big topic, but back in 2008, that was a huge political point for everyone to talk about. Mm-hmm. So they did, uh, even in 2012, but now this year, it doesn't seem like such a big deal because, um, the Republican side isn't bringing it up. Donald Trump no. doesn't say a whole lot about it because he has no. other things well, to focus on. he has said on. things in the past. Um, never pro. Right. Let's do something about it. It was mentioned by a few of the speakers during the Republican National Convention, but all of them just mentioned it in order to say it doesn't exist and we're not going to do anything about it. We're moving on. They've so and they and they have so (laughs) far. I mean, we need to as the DNC, as as a Democratic, um, you know, party, we need to mention it more and we need to make sure that's on the list. Mm -hmm. But I think the reason that they didn't was because the Republicans haven't shown it to be such a big issue. So they're not trying to fight it. But that's not reason enough for us not to. 
Um, yeah. And you know, I'm talk sorry, about it. Or, I feel like it. So you and I come from a church yeah. background. I'm going to talk to Jim. He comes from a church background. I really feel like the the national conventions are like a revival meeting. Yeah. For right. politicians. Right. You know what I mean? If you're a Baptist, Jesus, especially. Yeah. And especially a Baptist from the South as I am, revival meetings happen once a year in the summer. They last for days, mm-hmm. and it's all about coming together and having, a, you know, this big, you're always too hot because it's hot at that time of year, and you have food together, and it's just this big convention where you all just kind of, uh, you know, come together. And yeah. in that situation, you have singings that last for hours, and then you have speakers and preachers, and I feel like it's yeah. that, it's it's the party's version it is. A, oh, it is. A revival meeting. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and I think it's interesting. Uh, you know, our conventions for a while have kind of been uh, pop, not popularity contests, but I mean, they've had a lot more um, like musical guests in there and a lot of these appearances that make it seem almost more of an we event, still have those. event than yeah. a convention. And so it's just interesting to me to see not that that's a bad thing or not. I just I, I it's just an observation that is is fascinating to me that well, Alicia we Keys have is, been doing that was the big headliner. Right. Who put together quite a polished show with a lot of other music. Exactly. I heard for the DNC. Exactly. I will the show say was huge. they have said, of course, as the conventions have evolved over the decades, mm-hmm. it is more made for TV. It is. Uh, than ever. But yeah. at least we get to see. They, there was one exception. So most of the politicians obviously write their speeches. They practice their speeches. They mm-hmm. do it. And we're used to it. There's, you know, yeah. it's their stump speech on steroids yeah. when you're at the conventions. And one of the notable exceptions is a gentleman who uh, refused the help of a speechwriter that was yeah. offered to him. And he just spoke and wrote from the heart. And that was, of course, Kazir Khan, who is the father of Captain Humayun Khan, who was a Muslim American, yep. killed, um, you know, trying to protect his right. his men, yeah. um, and was killed by a car bomb. And he gave probably, arguably, the most poignant oh, speech yeah. of the convention. It really, and it was yeah. definitely done from the heart, and it mm-hmm. wasn't one where he had a speech mm-hmm. read, and and it was obviously in direct opposition of to show. I'm a Muslim American, and we stand yeah. against everything that Donald yeah. Trump has said about Muslim Americans. Right. And uh, his speech, uh, if you get a chance, is about seven minutes. You can even you can go to YouTube and you mm-hmm. can watch it. Um, was very touching. His wife stood beside him the whole time, and I thought, you know, that was a, it was a nice touch that they reached out to him, and it had st- it was an evolution. They reached out a few times over. The last six months to him, mm-hmm. he did uh, an article. He was interviewed for an article in Washington Post, I believe. And um, then he was contacted by Clinton's people saying, can we quote you directly for a speech? They did that. Then they contacted him and said, can we quote you directly again for the national convention? Then right. can will you stand on stage while... Hillary Clinton talks about you, and then they came back and said, would Listen, you yeah, speak? Just a whole speech. That was the smartest decision. It, it was, because, yeah, it is It is very heartfelt. And, you know, I like that it doesn't have necessarily, you know, political points or anything that they have to hit or go over. Right. It is very much from the heart, and that's what we need well, to see. We need to see that raw, yeah. you know, hope, that raw why well, we should And I, I want to talk to together. Jim about it as well. But, you know, one of the harshest critiques of Hillary Clinton is that people don't know her mm-hmm. or She's the heart of her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, something like that, first of all, it does two things. It, it makes, it gives some heart yeah. to the campaign. Right. Secondly, it was in direct opposition of something that... Um, that Trump has made one of his key points, which is how he would deal with immigration, specifically 
uh, Muslim Americans who he said shouldn't be in this country. Mm -hmm. The father pointed out if my if, if Trump had his way, my son wouldn't have been there to save anyone's life. Yeah. Um, and so it was a it it was quite such a powerful moment because not only you have visual this man and his wife, but then you have you know audio because he's telling the yeah. story. Right. Um, it was. It was a brilliant, brilliant. Mm -hmm. um, not to take any anything away from his experience, but it, but it was a stroke of genius to to have him there. I'm interested in hearing if Jim was there during that speech and right. what the feeling on the floor of the convention mm -hmm. was at that time. But um, it's going to be. There's a lot to talk about. There was a lot that was happening. Um, unfortunately, we couldn't find, and I actually tried uh, to find someone who was on the floor of the Republican National Convention. Mm -hmm. I would love to know how that is because you know TV. Translation is way different than oh, if yeah. you're there on the floor. Can you tell me? In, yeah, you know there was some live, some yeah. violence outside in Philadelphia, mm -hmm. but um, I mm -hmm. want to know what the the vibe was. Yeah, you know what I I uh, read an interesting thing about how the whole RNC was focused about, and we've known this for a while. The Republican Party is focused on how people are feeling rather than fact. Uh, they don't really they disregard a lot of the facts about our country. That's why they can't see why it is already great right now. Um, right, right. But you know, they they do the whole okay. Well, people feel this way, so we're going to do this. We're get, people feel like we're not safe. But you know, it's it's crazy because they are the people instilling these feelings into people, and so it's kind of like uh, you know they can create fee uh, they can create emotion, and then they also make emotion fact. So essentially, they're well, creating their own fact, yes. which is kind of a crazy phenomenon. Um, and one step uh, closer to honest, an, uh, you know. Uh, Kind of a dictatorship. We learn at yes, and let's be honest. We learn as human beings. Yeah. We learn as we go. We mm -hmm. try to learn from what has been our successes. Yeah. And I think um, it's probably the oldest trick in the book. But I remember how successfully it was worked in um, George W. Bush's mm -hmm. administration when he actually won on a platform of fear. Yeah, uh, and they learned really quick two things: they can win if they can scare people to death, and if they can get, and by using that fear, get to the religious right. Yes. And get to those evangelicals. Yeah. Um, and get them to, you know, to get them riled up. Oh, yeah. They've, they learned that. And so this whole, and look at every speech Trump does is built one. on yeah. fear. Right. And he pushes the fear mm -hmm. home. And he says one statement over and over again. Um, I am the only one who can save us. Right. Exactly. Every dictator I've ever seen Absolutely. in the history book says Absolutely. the same thing, yeah. that they are the only one yeah. who can who can save us. Yeah. And so that is, this is a formula right. that they have learned that has worked. And so now they're pushing it harder than ever. Uh -huh. Yeah. The whole, every day was, uh, it's, it, this day is about how to make America safe again. Yeah. This day is about how, you know, everything right. had that. Right. You know, and they and they specifically target out. Um, yeah, they specifically target out these, you know, what they would say are the biggest harms to America. And we've talked about it, what their list is. I mean, mm -hmm. the heart, the health uh, crisis of pornography is on there. Right. Are you kidding that's, me? As are you part of there? That's on there. I mean, right. we've been dealing with as HIV part of a for how long? How long? Platform. Yeah. How is that? I mean, people are not dying because no. of pornography. Mm -hmm. No. At least not on a huge scale that we know of. I, I, right. I don't know anyone that's died because they watch too much porn. Right. Not a, exactly. not a single person. Yeah. And yet we have all these actual real life viruses, real life health issues going on out there. We can't that focus we're on gonna, them. Yeah. We're going to take it, it down to that. Exactly. We're going it's to have to a very thinly veiled support in the Republican national uh, platform 
of uh, conversion therapy oh, that Chelsea gosh. Clinton yeah. uh, pointed out she did. in her speech, which is they didn't exactly call it conversion therapy, but they said we're going to fight for every parent has the right to to have their children treated medically for whatever they feel is exactly, which is a weird. It's a very political way it to is, get around it, the yeah, subject it's and super say broad. that yeah. That well, they have the right and to I'm do proud this. of uh, Chelsea Clinton for coming out and talking about it and saying that is child abuse. That is child abuse yeah. because it legitimately mm-hmm. is psychologically, physically, it's mentally damaging to your yes. child. Yeah. Why would you ever do that? Right. I mean, you can go ahead and treat your child for anything, but I mean, don't treat them for something that isn't treatable and right. is going to damage them. Yes. That's exactly. like saying, oh, well, they have a fever. Well, Why don't we go back to the medieval times and put rose water down there th- or whatever? Right. That's exactly. not going to work. Put some leeches on them, exactly. get the blood out. Yeah. That is not mm. a proven method. It's <laughs> not working. <laughs> Never has been. Have you heard of science? Right. Well, if you're, if you're in the Republican National Convention, yeah. a lot of them have not. No. So, and hey, we, we are a very liberal talk show. So obviously, if you've never heard us before, you know it now. Yeah. But yeah, so we're going to have an interesting conversation today. Mm-hmm. I think it's in, it's important. I want to know. I've never been to the National Convention. I've been to right. our capital. I've been to where the laws are made. Um, I've not. This is going to be fascinating. Right. But this is where we they do all the big hoopla now is where the rubber meets the road. We have a mm-hmm. primary that uh, you need to have your ballots in by tomorrow, by please. Tuesday, um, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yep, by the yeah. second. Yeah. But you have to have them ready but, to yeah, go. Do it tomorrow. Um, do it early. That's happening local. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. We're going to talk to Jim about what's going on in local are, races yeah. that we need to be aware mm-hmm. of. And because... It, it's going to come down to everything. It is. Like, it comes down to the yeah. very basic foundation of where you live mm-hmm. all the way up to the top of who, mm-hmm. is, who is the president. Because if we end up with another, you know, House Senate who's going to continue to block what we need to do to change, if that's what happens with this election... Oh, it's yeah. going to be scary. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's going to be very scary. Absolutely. So, anyways, absolutely we're going to have lots to talk about as uh, politics continues. We're going to have our very own little political party. We here. are. A little a little celebration, much like the DNC. Lots of balloons here. All right. So, we're going to listen to uh, The Dig uh, as our song break, and they're going to play over, over you again. You are back with KYRS Medical Expokan 88.1 and 92.3 FM. And this is Outspoken with your political party. We're going to have a little political party coming on the air. And we want to welcome someone who was actually just at the Democratic National Convention. He is our Spokane County chair of the Democratic Party here. He was also an elected delegate for Bernie Sanders to the 2016 Democratic National Convention. And we thought, how fun would it be instead of us just talking and we weren't there to have someone who actually was on the ground. On the floor. On the ground. So we want to welcome Jim Castro-Lang to the program. Hi, Jim. How are you? I am great. I'm having a lot of fun. Oh, Oh, good. good. Hey, hey, thanks for taking time. Sure. (laughs) So, Jim, let's start off with this. How? Just start off with the experience. The DNC, you were there. What was it like? (laughs) Well, I mean... It's exhilarating and exhausting. Those are the two biggest words I okay. use. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, the days are intense. We we start the days off with a 7.30 a.m. breakfast meeting. At least they give us breakfast with the Russian state, all the delegates from Washington State. Oh, nice. And uh, then we would have a Bernie delegates meeting after that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, lots of different things going on during the day. But by the time we got to the convention, normally gaveling around 4 or 4.30, and we go to about 11-ish and get back to our hotel rooms about 12.30. So, wow. Um, very, very intense days. And how many days were you there? The whole thing? Uh, 
I was there for the whole thing. I arrived on uh, Sunday. Um, uh, we were in the same hotel with the Massachusetts delegates, so mm -hmm. the two states went out on a dinner cruise on the Delaware River on Sunday night. Wow. And that that was kind of fun, but after that, wow. the rest of it was work. Okay. A, lo a yeah. lot of work. I believe it. And a lot happening at this convention, as there was, of course, the week before at the Republican National Convention. As a Bernie delegate, I want to know, so we all know everything's, you know, pretty packaged for television. What was it like? Yeah. You know, Bernie was there. He did this amazing, you know, Bernie speech, but he called for support to to back up Hillary Clinton. But I know... Uh, there were different news reports on. There was a little, you know, I mean, diehard Bernie supporters who weren't exactly thrilled. What was it like as a Bernie delegate there, and what did you feel the atmosphere was like? Well, you know, what, what's really interesting is that uh, a lot of the Bernie delegates, it's their very first time to be involved in the process. Right. Not true for me, but for a lot of them it was true. And a very, very passionate group of people really seriously believe we need some fundamental reform in the Democratic Party and in our country, and uh, the systems just are not working for us. Um, and so uh, what you don't see on TV is what's going on behind the scenes. We'd have our meetings every day and talk about, you know, who somebody wants to walk out and protest and somebody wants to shout chants and, you know, and talking through all of those things and being in communication with the Bernie official campaign about what Bernie wants. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it was it was quite a human process to figure out how to best say what we needed to say, but also not be disruptive or counterproductive to what right. the convention was about. So, yeah. So, so how do you think, as a Democratic Party, do we move on and you know take what you know Bernie brought to the table, take that, mend it with you know mash it with what we have going on right now with Kill, uh, Hillary's campaign? How do you think we move on forward and unite so we don't fall apart, really? Right. Well, one of my uh, mantras that I was saying during the week, because I think there's a tendency to want to use the word unite before mm -hmm. it's real, is right. we don't need to unite to win in November. We just need to not divide. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and we're big enough as a party to be able to understand we're not all standing in exactly the same place. But we also don't have to tear each other down like we saw the Republicans do, especially with Ted Cruz and mm -hmm. Donald Trump's response to what Ted Cruz did. I mean, they mm -hmm. divided themselves. Yeah. We did not do that, but that does not mean we are unified. But that's okay. We don't need to be unified. Right. Right. And I think the country was all watching because, of course, this has been quite a race even up until we finally have our official candidates because it's been chaos, really. The whole road for everywhere has been chaos. And I think the country was watching because we watched what happened at the RNC. We watched the chaos that took over and a lot of fear and a lot of anger going on there. And then everybody turned to the DNC to see if could we really... How do you think we did as a Democratic Party? I feel like it still showed that there is some division, but I still don't think it was as crazy or as chaotic as the Republican National Convention, but how did you feel being there? Did you feel like there's still some work to be done in our own party, or is it good? There's work There's work to be done, but the Bernie delegates showed the discipline of expressing themselves in a way that wasn't divisive or causing division. So that gives us an opportunity to continue to work on stuff. I, I think as a Bernie delegate, 
we want to see Hillary follow through on the things that that she said that she right. would do. For example, in her speech, she committed to the most progressive platform the Democratic Party has ever had. Yes. She didn't have to do that in her speech. She committed to it, and she said, we can get this done together. And part of what she was saying in that is, Bernie people and Hillary people working together, we can get this thing implemented. We can make it happen. Mm-hmm. If she's committed to that, we're going to be great. I think that some Bernie delegates are still not convinced how far she's willing to go or whether right. they can really trust her on that. Sure. So we'll have to watch her. You know, it's the old, uh, you know, uh, trust but verify kind of idea. Yeah. We'll have to really watch it, and we'll have to hold, hold her to account for yeah. um, how... She carries this out in her campaign and then in her administration. Absolutely. You do. Except proof's in the pudding right it there. Is. It's going to be. But it's truly, I think, as, as, as I go into this, I do think that in the end we need to come behind, you know, our candidate because I think the alternative is dangerous. I mean, people have said it before, but it's scary to watch the way, you know, Hillary mentioned it in her, her speech, how dangerous it is that a man can be baited by a tweet. You know, that's not a man you can trust with your your foreign policy Mm -hmm. or, you know, you can't have a trigger finger, you know, and I think that's important. What was your your what was the speech that you were most connected to? Who was the person who was up on that stage out of all the speeches that happened during that convention? uh, Was there a speech that stood out for you? Um, Well, I am a big lover of Joe Biden, so I loved his speech. I, I thought it was really wonderful and he's mm. you know he's so full of integrity and mm-hmm. i loved michelle's as well but yes but i just absolutely. have a little spot in my heart for joe biden so <laughs> nice were you there did you hear kazir khan's uh speech yes i did yeah. and yeah. i i got you know i had to watch it from thousands of miles away but i watched it was it seems to be getting the most uh, it has a lot of resonation with people probably because it was very uh, personal mm-hmm. and very raw. Be- and we talked earlier on the program also because visually it is so so the opposite of everything trump says these two you know muslim americans these immigrants standing up husband and wife they lost their their son who was serving in our american armed forces uh, what was it like to be there as that speech was given? Uh, did you did did you think even in that moment, oh, this is a big, this is actually a big deal that it has become since the speech? Well, it was clearly important because it definitely highlights um, Donald Trump's. Uh, I was going to say intolerance, but that's too mm-hmm. soft of a word. I yeah. probably can't say on the radio the words <laughs> I think about how <laughs> about how he uh, his attitudes yeah. about people. Um, mm-hmm. It's just horrible. So it was very, very important from that point of view. I mean, that's one of the great things about the Democratic Party. If you scan that hall, the amazing diversity that you see um, throughout our party. And, you know, the Republicans are doing a little bit better if you watch the RNC. There's mm-hmm. a few more African Americans, a few right. more this or that. Mm-hmm. But you still have to watch pretty close for a while to pick them out. Um, right, right, right. You, you know, so this is something... You know, the Democratic Party wants to be inclusive. This is everybody's America, not just uh, a privileged group. Right. Absolutely. What What do you think is you In know? In fact, let me. I should mention on that too. Did you know that um, 
this year they had a record number of transgender delegates. Yeah. I had heard yes. that, which is that amazing. Is amazing. Yeah. I have yeah. I got a picture of them at the LGBT caucus that I went oh, to nice. and they weren't all there, but there's I think forty three of them or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing, you know, to find it's wonderful to see people begin to find their voice and feel like they they have a right to their voice. Yeah. And to take it. So to be able to see that visually there would have been amazing. Speaking of diversity, that was the key term during, you know, kind of saying that that Democrats were going to embrace everyone. This is like you just said, everyone's America. Do you think. My fear in this whole, because it gets really chaotic, we, we read articles every day because we need to do for the show and we're very politically active, but the truth is it is a hugely historic moment in the U.S. that uh, a woman got the official nomination from a major political party. Do you think that gets lost in all of the rhetoric and the craziness? I mean, just when I sit back and think uh, what a huge thing that really is, um, do you think we lose it? Obviously, we can't stay there, but I hope we appreciate how truly historic that is. You know, I think the delegates appreciated that. I think mm-hmm. even the Bernie delegates appreciated that moment. Um, some of them may wish it was a different woman because they're not sure if they right. trust her, but the, right. the notion that it's breaking a glass ceiling, uh, I think everyone everyone there got that. I hope people mm-hmm. in the country get that. Um you know, Hillary had some nice videos up there showing how this is going to change things for every girl in America, and, right. and that was those were well done. And uh, but here, here's my scenario. I was talking about at the convention. So in 2008, we got our first African American right, absolutely president. 2016, we'll get our first woman president, mm-hmm. and then in 2024, we'll get, get our first LGBT president. Ah, oh, so wouldn't wouldn't that be amazing? Yeah. Well, you know, uh, another side to the the whole, you know, first woman president, uh, Barack Obama was our first African-American president, although in his eight years, we haven't seen race relations get a whole lot better. In fact, we've seen a lot of problems with that. How do you think Hillary can go into her presidency and, uh, you know, see that, you know, uh, do some foreshadowing and see what she can do to help, you know, the glass ceiling not be there? Um, Because we still have women inequality in the workforce and all uh, a lot of those issues. How does she tackle with that? Because it's it's obviously a really big, important issue. So first of all, I'd back up and say that on the surface, it may look like things got worse under Barack Obama, but it's because um, having a first African-American president exposed the racism in this country more clearly, mm-hmm. and, and now we're actually dealing with the real thing rather mm-hmm. than stuff behind the scenes, mm-hmm. okay. and yeah. we need to do that to get to the next level. So sometimes things look worse while they're actually going through the stages you need to to make them better. So I actually think we're on a road where we're finally honestly facing some of what this uh, white privilege is all about in this country. Mm-hmm. Um, and know, we're so showing we that there's continue. a lot of work. Yeah. And I, I expect a similar sort of thing will happen with Hillary Clinton that okay. will, will uh, rather than just kind of women getting paid equally and all that sort of stuff being a political issue, it's probably going to get exposed, the prejudice there, a little bit more rawly before uh, while she's president before we actually make significant progress but that's a step towards it right yeah and steps is all we can really Mm -hmm. do until we tackle it now uh hillary clinton has been obviously her biggest critique is that people say they don't know her so obviously a lot of the the uh 
the speeches during the campaign, I think, were there, you know, from uh, Kazir Khan to when Bill Clinton, who has, was always a great orator, came out and talked about, you know, falling in love with the girl with the big glasses to her daughter. They did a lot of things trying to humanize her a little more as we get into this, you know, stretch of the of the election. Being there, do you feel like that you got a better sense of Hillary? Do you feel like uh, there was some momentum in that direction uh, when you heard her speak? Do, do, do you feel you got any sense that, that maybe we're going to know her more and maybe that's going to be addressed? Well, I have followed her for a long time, so I probably felt like I knew her better than maybe some others mm-hmm. do. And, uh, you, know, I, you know, she deserves a lot of credit for what she did in bringing universal health care to the stage back yeah. in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And she got, you know, real bad pushback for that. It was a nasty time. It was a nasty thing that happened. And it made her more cautious and put her kind of, you might say, in the closet in terms of letting right. her true self show. But she also knows that when women show strong leadership like a man does, mm-hmm. They get judged for being a bully or arrogant right. or all kinds of things that a man would never get sure. judged for. Yeah. True and statement. so it's taught all of this has taught her just to be really careful. And the problem with that is that people don't know how to trust her because she's put up a little shield around herself. But right. I understand how she got there. Right. And I think the convention began to break that shield and I think she tried in her speech right down to the very end when all the balloons and the big balls they had, and right. I saw her go to the front of the stage and catch one of the one of the big blue balls, yeah. and then throw it out to one of the delegates with a with a playful laugh on her in her yeah. Yeah. in her, and, yeah. and you know you know that they had the conversations in the bathroom. You need to loosen up out there. And yeah, right, that. absolutely. She, oh yeah, she did it. So. Yeah, very much. I love very it. So coming back home on our front with all of our Spokane listeners. Um, you know, we have a primary uh, in the next couple of days. What are things we need to remember, and Spokane voters can remember that not only they can do to support the party, um, but that we need to keep in mind as this primary is, is coming? Right, right. Well, I'll tell you one of the things that I'm going to do uh, within the next couple of weeks here is I'm going to bring the Bernie delegates and, and then uh, other Bernie supporters together and talk to them about how they can uh, help out locally with mm-hmm. um, moving Bernie's goals that are now in the platform forward in a local sort of way. They may be disappointed about Bernie, but there's a lot they can do to keep the movement going. So I'm going to really work hard on that. And there are some candidates. We have a lot of progressive candidates on the ballot, but um, two of them that are particularly um, bernie type. Polk is Charlotte mm-hmm. Lichty running um, for a House seat against Jeff Holy in the sixth uh, legislative district, um, and Scott Stucker, who's brand new mm-hmm. to politics mm-hmm. because of Bernie, running against Matt Shea and trying to return some oh, sanity awesome. yeah. in the fourth legislative district. So, yeah, important. So if you're Very important. Bernie folks out there, yeah. we, we need you to really to get behind those two for positive. I mean, yeah. we got a lot of other ones, but those two are definitely Bernie mm-hmm. people. Well, I think uh, it's so interesting because because of Bernie Sanders and his campaign, and you said it in the beginning of uh, uh, of talking uh, of the interview that a lot of the people who were Bernie delegates were there for the first time, and that is just you know that's just a sign that Bernie did bring out so many people out of you know the 
political shadows and now yeah. they are active and we are seeing that we are seeing uh like you just said two very very active and new to the scene uh you know politicians running for office i think it's important for us ex- to support to support yeah. them on a local level yeah um and that's that's where real change happens you know yes. right away exactly so right. your job must be getting even busier as the chair of our democratic uh uh committee here in in spokane uh is this going to be you know was this exhausting uh convention the beginning of your next few months that's just going to be crazy or what's it like for you well uh sure but we've been crazy for a while because one of the things we've done unique to many county parties around the state is that we've been working in the last two years to keep our office open monday through friday all day long mm-hmm, right. um so we're full we're full-time operation um, staffed almost entirely with volunteers, um, which is the amazing part about it. But the place is humming. Almost all of our local candidates um, have campaign offices out of our office. Um, the state party's coordinated campaign um, is working out of our office as well. So the place mm-hmm. is going bonkers and it's going to get crazier. Now, after the primary there's often just a little bit of lull of activity if mm-hmm. people catch their breath, and then sure. and then and it, it will just pick it. up every week uh-huh. all the way through the November election. Sure. Well, I think it's it's exciting to see uh, our election. It's a little scary uh, this time around for sure, but it's also exciting to see that things are changing locally and that we have options that maybe we can support those those of us who are you know rah rah Bernie fans. We can support those who take his revolution Mm -hmm. and his ideals uh to move forward we can make those changes and influence those changes on a local level and i think that's very important yeah so jim thank you so much for joining us on a sunday and uh you know being out there in philadelphia to watch it all happen and then tell us uh what's it like from from your view there on the ground we really appreciate it and as yes do you have 30 seconds for me if people want to follow up and get involved can i give you a little bit of information please do please do okay so our phone number is 324-8525. You can call our office or you can send me an email at chair at spokanedemocrats.org and we can talk about how you can be helpful in this campaign season. And then all of our endorsed candidates you can find at spokanedemocrats.org, our website. And I just want people to have that information. And very nice. And uh, we're going to convince you to come back now and then as this uh, this political season gets really heated. So um, it would be nice to have you uh, have you around, sir. That that would be great. And then I need you guys to come by and see the activity in our office sometimes. Oh, we'd love it. We would love it. Well, thank you so much. And please enjoy the rest of your Sunday. All right. Thank you. You too. Uh-huh. All right. Bye-bye. Have a good one. Yeah, bye. And that was Jim Castro-Lang. He is the chair of the Spokane County Democratic Committee here in town. He was on the ground in Philadelphia at the Democratic National Convention, giving us his take as he was there as a Bernie delegate mm-hmm. supporting the official nominee, Hillary Clinton, for president. Yes, and that's what we have to do as Bernie supporters. All right, let's take a quick song break here. We're listening to 21 Pilots' Tear in My Heart. You are back with KYRS, Medical Lake Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM. This is Outspoken. 
It is the Outspoken Boys with the show Outspoken. We just had uh, our political party. We did a little uh, party with Jim Castro Lang. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was a mini party. It was like a prep party for er, for later in because we're going to be starting to have political parties yes. all over again. Yeah, we're going to have uh, different representatives of the of their political parties in studio mm-hmm. um, about once a month, and mm-hmm. we're just going to. Shoot the breeze. Oh, talk about what's going fun. on. What we yeah. want. What it feel. So that was fun. Uh, Jim works here in Spokane. He is the chair of the Spokane County Democratic Committee. Mm-hmm. Um, they are on Main Street here. Like you said, he gave you all the information to yeah. contact them to get involved. Um, one of the things that's fascinating. So of course we we are definitely not. If you hadn't noticed, we are not in um, the Republican camp. Oh no! But not at all. I. Uh, what's fascinating is I talk to a lot of people. You know, we talk throughout the week to different mm-hmm. people who we come in contact with. A lot of people who who are supporting the Democrats are not have not been blue dog Democrats their whole lives. Oh yeah, they yeah. are mostly independent who are finding yes. a voice within the Democratic Party. Well, because I identify yeah. as independent. Yeah, I vote right. Democrat right now because it is more closely aligned with what can happen, mm-hmm. what we can get done in politics yeah. than is any other party right. for me. Right. So that's well, fascinating. That's happening a lot. And actually is. a lot of Bernie supporters were independent because Bernie they came, was he not wasn't independent. Yeah. yeah, he wasn't independent. He was not the Democratic Party until he the race, started yeah. race did started the yeah the political race yeah well it's funny because that's how it is working and that's what we've been seeing is that it's a large group of independents people who identify that towards election year pick a side yeah. seeing who's running and that is happening a lot right now but specifically i read an interesting article that bigger and bigger names in the republican party are so against uh what's happening there right now that they are committing to vote for hillary and though that group is small it's growing the fact um, that any any exactly anyone is actually a big change from past elections and i'm not just talking like you know chair of a dnc no these are people that were on reagan's administration bush's Mm -hmm. administration treasury uh you know secretaries on the state and national level um on the Republican well, side. And they are saying, no, no Trump, not at all. I would, I, and one of the quotes that I loved, um, I would, I can deal with four years of Hillary. I can't even deal with one day of Trump. And that, right? that True should, statement. that should, you know, well, speak to a lot of and Republicans. And look at the party, the Republican party, Jim mentioned in his speech, he mentioned Ted Cruz. Look yes. what happened. It was proof. Ted Cruz gave a speech, but yeah. he gave a speech saying point blank, he does not support Trump yeah. and he will not. Yeah. support Trump. And he was booed, of course, off stage. But mm-hmm. talk about showing as large as you can the division. Yeah. When one of your speech makers is right. up there saying, nope, this no isn't going to happen. This isn't where we should be. I mean, that's a big deal because yeah. typically speeches are designed during conventions yeah. that is all to support what you one know person, is coming yeah. mm-hmm. on the, you know, the final day when they they announce who they officially nominate. Mm-hmm. They go through all of that rigmarole, yeah. and then that person gives their speech. You right. know it's coming. The whole pomp and circumstance is to prep for that moment. So to have one of your speeches not mm-hmm. be pro who you're going to end up, right? it's why it was actually a big deal that Bernie Sanders gave a speech and that in his speech he didn't even quietly, he was full force, yeah. I'm behind Hillary, because we are doing this. he exactly. knew... Okay, yeah. obviously I need to get behind it. So, and he could have taken a different route. Mm-hmm. He chose not to. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he sees that the the issue. You know, we were right there. We saw him when he was here in town. Yeah. But the issue is, the issues are bigger than one man. Yeah, absolutely. Um, for a revolution to happen, you have to see the bigger picture than right. in this moment. So fascinating. Yeah, you know, on both sides, and yet there is still 
a really close race mm-hmm. in the polls, at least, between both Hillary and Trump. It is. And I think, you know, most elections are, but this is such an unpredictable one. Uh-huh. And we, I mean, Scary. until the last day, you won't know. Mm-hmm. And you Unless know, something, and given, listen, I, right, exactly. we've all been there in politics. One day, Ex- everything one day can changes. change everything. You yeah. can see, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, the writing on the wall. But. Right, right. But, mm-hmm. you know, I don't, I with with how it's going it's so crazy and the only good thing that uh i don't don't remember who we were talking to but the only good thing uh about what's happening in the republican party is that now they're exposed and we see where it is saying that he was yeah he was saying that the the uh issues are being exposed exposed. by different right uh, but all these yeah all these um uh you know all these bigots all these you know homophobes all these islamophobes all of these negative negative trump supporters are now being um you know I, yeah, and it was revealed. a guest we had on in the it last few guess, weeks. You yeah. said that that is the that's that's the probably, brilliant part yeah, of it. The brilliant yeah. part is now we know, which is scary because then you're like, oh wow, wow there's a lot. Have, yeah, there was more. There are a lot. You know, there is no uh, false sense of security right. when it comes to that. So right. of course we were talking about how one of the big things about the D- Democratic National Convention was the obvious push mm-hmm. to humanize. Hillary Clinton. Right. And, the, and just like Jim was saying, the whole balloon thing. and she's a, That actually was big. And for her, big. a little thing like that is a big deal. Right. Well, but if you... Okay, so I, that was cool that she did that. But can I tell you what's funny yeah. is I actually enjoy watching the videos of Bill Clinton with yeah. the balloons. He, because he loves acts like, them. <laughs> he he's acts five. like he's 10. Yeah, yeah. five, 10 years exactly. old. And he's having 100%. a blast. But that was always his charm. Yeah. That was why. It was smart that he came out and talked about the yeah. big glasses girl. He ain't kidding. I've seen the pictures. Yeah. Uh, the big... <laughs> and, fa- and why to him he fell in love with her and why right. to him he believes she can do this job and i think it was important which is what they wanted with trump's family yeah was to kind of bring him to the people and it didn't it did it not backfired work. yeah um i think it did help that yeah when it came to 100 to hillary i don't think it made her you know i mean i don't think tomorrow we think we can have coffee with her yeah. by any means well but it did move the gauge yeah Right. You know, right. closer to, okay, she's a human being. Yeah. Now, but the, the name of the game, it's politics. It Trump is. Trump is going to push every day something, whether it's emails. Well, then the, the same How many thousands of emails that the are other missing, yeah. quote unquote. Oh, yeah. Um, the, it's going to be something that he's going to push and push and push. Please, he is tr- he has his people and he starts chanting, string her up. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. That's Excuse scary. Me. That should never be. Mm-mm. That's not appropriate. Yeah. I'm just going to say not appropriate at all. Um. So, but this is what I, that's what we're looking at in the next few months. It is. is. We're going to look at, first of all, I think Trump's going to be even worse. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, He is going to continue these inappropriate, because, of course, if his uh, MO is fear, which it is, and he thinks that's how he's going to get the votes, he's going to amp it up now. Oh, yeah. For the next few months, he's going to amp up and try to terrify you. That's his tactic. Yeah. He's going to try to terrify you into voting for him, and that scares me because he is already so good at that. Well, you know, he is so good at that, and it's, you know, I would think that he's doing all the work for us. He's being so negative and obviously just a terrible human being. That should do the work for you for people not to work for you, but it's so scary because it's doing the opposite <laughs> because it makes no sense it makes that, no sense yeah. that anybody in the right mind would say yeah him yeah let's do yeah. this well you know one of the uh, there was a military a man who made a speech uh, mm-hmm. at the democratic national convention and one of the things he said was we should be scared of any leader who says that they will 
basically turn your armed forces into yeah. an arm of you doing illegal activities, right. saying we're going to torture people, saying we're going to go kill people's families, yeah. that and that if anybody disagrees with them, he will bring them to his side or else. That's a problem because that that's a, a dictator's way of addressing. Yeah. It's a dictator's way of leading, and it we is, should not is. be excited that that person yeah. wants to be that way because, right. and you can't sit there and say, oh, he's just being silly. He's He says it every time. You can't, continue to be blinded by mm-hmm. what he's putting out in front of you 100 percent. here okay i watched a john oliver clip um love and him. i love right and he was talking about the uh the rnc and everything and about trump and it ended with uh a, a trailer or a music video they did for the very first season of the apprentice with um that donald trump did mm-hmm. um and that music video was basically donald going over and over saying i am the dictator no voting, no elections. It's my I choose or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the whole time that, you know, there's a song, Slave to the Master or whatever. That is that. I mean, granted, that was a show. That was his message from the beginning. But, Here's the thing. If we're not just careful. Took pieces of his personality. Oh, yeah. If turned, we're not yeah. careful, that's, that's the same exactly thing. It. He hasn't changed. We know and that. You can't, there will be no one to blame. But you, because he presented yeah. himself as honestly as he possibly can, and yeah. if we elect him, then the people who elected him are the ones to blame. Because he, you can't be shocked. No, when you then wake up in a country that is going downhill fast, mm-hmm. you can't be like, "Oh, but I didn't see that coming." Yeah, because but you did. he just gave it out to a yeah. platter on a platter, and yeah. you said, "Sure." Yeah, you know, I find it interesting. So you know, when in, when. Uh, George W. Bush was in office. He made a speech and called himself the decider, mm-hmm. uh, which was funny because then Saturday Night Live took it. It was great. Um, but you'll notice someone p- made a play on that. One of the speeches, and they, they called him the divider, is uh, yeah. uh, Donald Trump. Although kind of cheesy, it It is it very true. It's very true. perfectly. It does. You know, it's going to be something worth watching and definitely, definitely something worth voting for. Kurt, I'm talking to you. Um, <laughs> and uh, you have to participate in this one. All right, this is going to be our last song break here. We're going to listen to Pickwick. You are listening to KYRS, Medical Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM. This is Outspoken. Welcome back. This Welcome. is your Outspoken Boys here in studio. We've had an inter- we played a game in the first hour. We did. We had a little We fun. learned a little more about producer Kurt Schmierer. Mm-hmm. And what he... Does Kurt like it? Does Kurt like it? Does Kurt like uh, it? And we know more about him than we uh, thought we did. Yeah, so true. It's good or to didn't and then know. we learned more. Yeah, or didn't him. know about him that we thought right? we did. I mean, it's amazing what you can get out of does Kurt like raisinets or raisinets. Raisinets. And then you have to go you talk that yeah, up. Yeah, you don't do. That was kind of fun. I liked it. We'll do another one. We will. It'll Soon. be a lot of fun. And then, of course, we had Jim Castro-Lang, the, uh, the Democratic chair in Spokane, who was on, talked to us about what it was like to be at the Democratic National Convention. I mean, obviously, they forgot to ask us to do a speech. Mm-hmm. So we'll forgive them this time. And you have four years, and we'll be back. We'll be back for next round. Yeah. Come on, so come on, you come can, on. You can invite us to make that yeah, speech. Exactly. When Hillary goes for re-election. Right. There you go. There you go. Two terms. Two terms. So, yeah. Anyways, uh, next week, we have Damon L. Jacobs. Yeah. He's our, our, he's our uh, yeah. Dr. Damon, not a real doctor. Right. That is him. A sex doctor, but not a real one. Not a real one. But he is a therapist. Yes. A licensed relationship. Licensed relations. Mm-hmm. 
Licensed relations. Licensed relations. Hooker? Therapist. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, Relationship therapist. Uh, and so we, we love when he's on. Remember, you can have questions for him. I had a listener earlier today say that they thought it was today, and they do have a question for him. And I said, no, it's next week. Yes. So you can send your questions in to Damon L. Jacobs by sending your anonymous, if you wish to be anonymous, um, email with your question to producer at hotmesssunday.com three s's in there uh send your questions in there you have a week and Mm -hmm. then uh we pick the the most pertinent and they are asked live on the air dr damon not a real doctor will answer your questions yes he will that's fun free therapy i know the man makes over 100 bucks an hour so hey you get free therapy it is expensive we know Mm. we've gone through a lot of therapy Trust it's needed. It's we work with Kurt. <laughs> yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. Remember when we promised you therapist uh, after yeah. we asked questions about Kurt? I'm well, telling you, we're not it's kidding. It's next week. It's next week. We are not kidding. So anyway, so that's going to be a lot of fun. We always enjoy when uh, Damon is on the show. Um, and remember, you can you can even buy some of his books if you would like. Yeah. On yeah. But Jonathan has one of those books. I, I do. I have one of those books from Sergey. Yeah. <laughs> that he's had for <laughs> hey, literally you know three what? months. I, I keep reading it. It's going to be done. Remember, I, I no, I too. I just want to rewind back to when no, I was I reading when I was reading the book, and I was like, "Oh, I'll lend it to you." And you're like, "Yeah." And then two weeks later, you're like, "It's taking you two weeks to read this tiny book. What the heck?" And what? then I brought it to you what the next week. <laughs> it's I don't been know what you're talking about over three <laughs> months that Jonathan has had this book. It's taking you three months it's to true, read it, Jonathan. But I do read it every weekend. <laughs> I don't do it during the week. Why? That's when you need it. Because I out. like to do it. It's my special time where oh, I go to a coffee okay. shop. I have my book. Mm. I have my little thing. I have three books I'm reading. Then oh I do gosh. some journaling. So that's why you haven't read it. Yeah. Still. So okay. I read it. No, I read it more yesterday <laughs> and I'll read it more today. I that's enjoy okay. it very much. Good. Um, but one of the things I was realizing as we're talking about what we just did to get to mm-hmm. know Kurt is that's basically one of the exercises that he has you do yeah. in the book to get to know the little things about your partner. Yeah. So it's funny. So we used a relationship uh, Maybe those exercise. will be our games. We'll just do <laughs> right. relationship we'll just therapy do, exercises. It'll, it's there our way of go. having therapy. It yeah, works for me. It's great. But anyways, it's going to be another hot week. Uh, but the next three days, 80 and oh 81. Gosh, so yeah. enjoy those. And so this is when you get all your sleep. Okay? Yes, this is me. So I'd get all your sleep in in the next three days and then just work 24 hours for yeah. the Hey, that's the true. The there week. was one night where I woke up at three in the morning or four in the morning, and I just could not get back to sleep. It was so hot, and I just did homework the whole time. Weird. What day was that? Because I no. four o'clock is when I woke up on Thursday. I don't think it was. Couldn't Thursday. do it. I think it was Tuesday. Okay. Well, lie to me. It was I Thursday. We were, thought we were connected. Yeah. But We've okay. had that happen to Whatever. us before, we though. Have, we always yeah. we always do that. It's fine. I know. All right. Okay. That's well, all we got for you. Join so us next, next week. Next week.